your dad? Tony's lying. Lying? I wasn't going to go, but Dad let me. And I was happy because I wasn't sneaking off and lying to you. And if I can't tell you what I want now, then I'll never be happy whatever I do. And that's from Bend It Like Beckham. And how many of us have lied to our parents? And we feel that it's okay. And yet we live at odds with our parents. You tell them one thing, you know, I'm I'm just going over to Jody's house. But you're not just going over to Jody's house. You're going on a date that you know your parents would disapprove of. What happens if you tell the truth? What will happen to you? Will you get punished? Will you get robbed? You know, we have these dilemmas in childhood and in adolescence. And then as a young adult, you've developed habits. And it's really good to reflect back on your own habits and say, are the habits that I've developed, for example, hiding things from my parents, am I carrying them into relationships now, hiding from girlfriends or hiding from a boyfriend? Am I still hiding? Can I come out of the closet and be truthful with myself and give myself that breath of fresh air and be truthful with the people that I love? And sometimes you need to be protective with other people, but that that would be a topic for another show. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. My show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist here to take your calls and questions on any concerns you're having. And even though it's not therapy and doesn't replace therapy, it's an opportunity for you to ask some questions and get a different perspective. And right now, I want to welcome Kevin to the phone. Kevin, you're having some difficulty with intimacy? Yes. Yeah, tell me what's going on. Well, um, I I don't know if it's in my head or, or, or what, but I have problems um, as far as like when I'm with my wife and things just don't seem to happen. They'll start out and then they don't end up happening. Okay, so I'm assuming that you're having difficulty maintaining arousal? Yes. So let me talk about it in a way that I can talk about it on radio. The big thing with arousal is knowing yourself, being able to introspect what do I find what do I find arousing? And what do I find in our relationship that's good? So there are a few different angles you can look at this from. The first thing you want to be able to do is to say, what's going through my mind? And most people, when you say, you know, what's going through your mind when you're anticipating a night with your honey or, you know, a good time with your partner? What's going through your mind? Most people will say, I don't know. How am I supposed to know? You know, I just feel something and that's it. Well, it's a skill to know how to look into those feelings and say, honey, if these feelings could speak, what would they say? And let your feelings speak. And you will find probably a whole array of feelings. It's very hard to maintain a singular focus on arousal if you're having some difficulty. So one of the difficulties could be problems in your relationship. You know, she's always henpecking me and, or he, uh, yeah, that goes on a little bit. A little bit, not, not so much. I I just almost feel pressured. Pressured in what way? Well, I mean, I, I, I feel like I'm not doing what I should do. Okay. So do you hear the, the S word in there? Should? Should is a major problem in motivation across the board in psychology, in anyone's life. If I say I should go to the gym or I should make love to my husband, does that sound like fun? 
Well, the, the will was there. I mean, I, I want to do it. Okay, then that, that's different. So you've got a mixed package because you can't, you're, if you have a want and you have a should, part of you wants to make love to her. Part of you wants an intimate time with her. And another part of you feels like you have to perform. We call it performance anxiety, and that's where the should comes in. And that is the killer of all of all uh, intimacy. You know, I think everybody in the world has experienced it, so you don't want to feel like it's abnormal. It's just how do you deal with it differently in a way that the shoulds don't rule the roost? You want to have the wants rule the roost. So if you're saying, you know, she expects it of me, what should I do? Uh, You want to be able to say, what do I want? What would I enjoy? What what works for both of us? That way you can... I know what I want. Okay. It doesn't seem to happen. Okay. You're wanting to make love with her, correct? Yes. Yes. And that's what she wants. That's what I want. And Have you come up with a couple's style, something that works for both of you? You know what turns her on. She knows what arouses you. And you work together. You both. It's both within your comfort zone. It's a, It's in the want area for both of you. Well, it, it 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 just starts out fine, and then it just doesn't end up that way. <laughs> okay, so you want to figure out where the trouble is, because, and you also want to credit yourself for it starting out fine, because some couples never get together. So if it starts out fine, what happens right before things are less than fine? You know, what are you saying to yourself? What happened in that moment? What tends to typically patterns with couples? Sometimes it's just one intrusive thought. I remember when I was, my kids are now in their 30s, but I remember when I first had kids and I went to have uh, have an intimate moment with my husband. In the middle of intimacy, I would think, oh my gosh, I've got to change a diaper. And guess what that would do to the mood? Yes. Or I've got to take out the trash. I mean, it can totally, if you don't know how to just say to that thought, can you wait a little bit, honey? I'll take care of the diapers later. I'm here now. I'm on vacation. You know, you need to be able to manage your own mind, and that's not easy. So don't blame yourself if that's difficult. You also want to study what's going on in that moment. You know, what what in particular are you saying to yourself? Do you have any well, clues to that? It's like you just think, okay, well, here it's going to happen again. And it goes down from there. Okay, so there's a major, that's something great that you just identified. Because if I say to myself, like I just have a tickle in my throat, a cough. If I say, oh my gosh, Ellen, what if you cough again? What did I just tell my subconscious? My subconscious hears, cough again, right? Yes. And then I'm focused on the cough, and I'm not focused on on you. So I just got water, so that should be fine. Um, But you want to be able to manage your thoughts. If you say, oh, my God, what if it happens again? I call that O-M-G-W-I because people think that all the time. Oh, my God, what if? And then they fill in something negative. You could play around with that and fill in something good. What if something good happens? What if I enjoy it? What if I just relax and whatever happens, happens? I don't put any pressure on myself. That's that performance anxiety. You know, I have to perform. I have to be able to be fulfilling to my wife. You know, that's going to sabotage you. 
if you say, I want to, I want to enjoy it, I want some pleasure, that will frame it differently in your own mind. If you say, what if that thing happens again? Talk back to it. What if it doesn't? What if I can just relax and who cares? Whatever happens, happens. Well, you, I mean, I want to make her happy. I mean, okay, but make yourself happy too, both. And you also want to check for medical situations. I don't. How old are you? Forty-two. Forty-two. Okay, about that time, I think a lot of guys. Guess what happens? They have some difficulty and they need the Viagra or the Cialis. Or they need something. And man, it's done wonders in my life. <laughs> so I don't know if you've taken it, but there's nothing wrong with taking it. It can definitely help out. And it's it's uh, wonderful to have that advanced chemistry and technology available for us to be able to, you know, just take a pill and be able to stay stay a little bit more aroused. Right. Well, you know, it's just insurance doesn't cover most of that stuff. Yeah, it's it's costly. It's really costly. And so is the worry that you're having, isn't it? Yeah. So sometimes you can figure out, I don't know if there are ways around it, if you can experiment with it, see if it works, talk with your wife, uh, maybe sell the boat and... <laughs> You know, by Viagra. Half the problem is actually going to a doctor and actually explaining it to them, you know, face to face. Oh, okay. Well, see, that's why I'm talking about it openly on radio and just saying, hey, we use it. It's wonderful. Because you don't want to be embarrassed about that stuff. Every doctor, if they're a young doctor, they're going to go through it at the age of 40, 50, 60, (laughs) if it's a male doctor. If it's a female doctor, hey, they, you know, they've seen everything. They've done everything, right? So I would be good to yourself, you know, maybe see a doctor to talk with a doc, be willing to talk with your doctor, talk with your wife, and give yourself some help. Use maybe some of the tips we talked about. Thank you so much for your call. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner.